the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Lord is speaking to us on my father's house. John 14, 1 to 4 again. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. See, having given them a description about his father's house, he also offered them an invitation to the house. Offered them an invitation to the house. It was an invitation to a life of divine discoveries. An invitation to a life of divine discoveries and spiritual adventures. Jesus' words generated a lot of interest. A lot of interest. And prompted a lot of questions. Now, we're going to listen to the reactions, the responses, or questions from the disciples. And I believe every one of them had a question. Every one of them had a question. But it's only, you know, maybe three or four of them that ask questions. John 14, 5. John 14, 5. Just after Jesus made this statement, this statement, you know, from John 14, 1 to 4. John 14, 5. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? We don't know where you are going. Say, I go to prepare a place for you. So where are you going? Where is this place? You wanted to know the place. Had an interest in the place. What Jesus was saying created interest and generated questions. They began to have desire, passion, zeal for the place. Again, it's like the uncle the big uncle talking to these nephews and nieces. And they begin to imagine this wonderful place in a distant land. You know, in this place that is like heaven. In this developed country. You now they live in this village. And the big uncle is talking to them about the skyscrapers. And about the big houses. About the mansions. About the paved roads. And they are like, can I go? Can, can, you, can I come with you? Can I travel with you? Asking questions. So Thomas was saying, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way we want to go? I want to go. How can we know the way? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No, as if that was not enough, it was not just Thomas that asked questions. Philip asked questions. So in John 14, 8, Philip said to him, Lord, Show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Show us the Father, meaning, take us to the house. You are going to the house? You're going to your father's house? Take us to the house. Take us to the Father. Show us the Father. We want to see the Father. Amen. So we want to see that place, uncle, that you're talking about. Can you show us the place? Can we go now? When are we going? When are we going? When are you traveling back? When are you going back? We want to go with you. So Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and it is sufficient for us. Jesus answered and said to him, Have I been with you so long and you don't know me? 
If you know me, then you know the Father. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Many you are, even in the house of God now, because I am with you, and the Father is with me. The house of God is right here. Now, as if Thomas and Philip were not the only ones that had questions, Judas, Judas not Iscariot, because by this time Judas Iscariot already left the company, already left the place. This was what? At the Last Supper. No, just the day before Jesus Christ was crucified. So by the time Jesus spoke of Judas's betrayer, he got up and left. He was not there when Jesus instituted the communion. Hmm? He was not there. He already left. He didn't take the communion. Hmm? Amen. He took the Passover. Yeah, he took the Passover. The Passover he took. But he later now spoke to them about the new thing. By the time Jesus was speaking to them about the new communion, what it meant, Judas Iscariot already left. So Judas, not Iscariot, John 14, 20 to 24, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? How is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answers and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the words which you hear is not my words, but my father's who sent me. Amen. The Lord will manifest himself to you, to us, not to the world. Because he wants us to do what? Manifest him to the world. Amen. We are his glory. He manifests himself to us, then we show his glory to the world. Amen. Now, we see Thomas, Philip, and Judas, not Iscariot, asking questions. But you will ask, what about Peter? Where was he? Usually it will be Peter, the first one that will ask a question. Hmm? Peter will be the first one to ask a question. So where is Peter? Peter was there. And he already asked his own question. Even before Jesus began to talk about his father's house. He already asked a question in John 13. John 13, 36 to 38. Jesus was just saying, I'm going to be with you for a while. And after that, I will go away and come back. And Peter was like, okay, where are you going? So John 13, 36 to 38, Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Where are you going? Even before Philip, Thomas, uh, and Judas, not Iscariot, asked questions. Peter already went ahead, ahead and asked questions. Way before them. He was always like the first one. So he said, where are you going? Jesus answered, where I am going, you cannot follow me now. But you shall follow me afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I want to follow you now. This was the desire of everyone. Everyone wanted to follow Jesus to this place. And much more so when Jesus began to talk about his father's house with many mansions. A house of greatness. A house of supplies. A house of provisions. A house of power. A house of peace. A house of greatness. When Jesus began to talk about that, they began to imagine things, great things, wonderful things, and they wanted to be there. They had a desire to be there. I hope you have a desire to be where he is. 
I hope your desire is after God. I hope you desire to be where God is. I hope, as the scripture says, set your affections on things above, not on things on earth. Amen. I hope you have such, such a heart that is after God. I believe Jesus had this in mind when he was talking with them. A mind to create an awareness of knowledge. Awareness or knowledge of his father's house. He wanted to create in them a desire, a passion. He wanted to create in them a desire, a passion, a zeal for the house of God. That's what he wanted to create in them. So he was not just talking to them because he just wanted to talk to them. He wanted to talk to them about his father's house and creating them a desire, a passion, a heart, a zeal for the house of God. And that's exactly what happened. They began to ask questions. So this big uncle talking to these young nieces and nephews, he's not just talking because he just wants to talk. He wants them to do what? He wants them to do well. He wants them to be serious with their education. He wants them to be serious in life. He wants them to behave well. He wants them to do well. So that they will be able to go to this land in the West. They will be able to go to this developed world. They will be able to experience all the things on the other side. That's why he's talking to them. He's not just talking to them because he wants to talk to them. He's talking to them because he wants them to do well. He wants them to have their heart together. He wants them to study well, to do well in life, and to desire to go to this place. Because if they would just get it, if they would just understand there is something beyond this place, there is something beyond this place, then they will live for it. Then they will be passionate about it. They will do everything to get there. Amen. There is something better than the life that you have now. Did you hear that? There is a life better than the, the life that you have now. There is a house better than the house that you have now. What about that? Amen. You see, when God wanted to take them out of Egypt, he didn't just go there and grab their hands and drag them out. He won't be able to do that. If he would do that, he would make them what? Robots. God doesn't make people robots. God wants to create a desire in you. God wants to create a passion in you. He wants you to want it. How about that? He wants you to want it. So he sent Moses to them to talk to them about this land flowing with milk and honey. This beautiful land. He said to them, you won't even have to do anything. All the houses have been prepared for you. You just walk into places that you, didn't, you did not labor for. And the place is wonderful. It's great. It gave them specific descriptions of the place. And in their minds like, oh wow. So it's even better than where we are. It's even better than this place. We are already successful here. We are already doing well here. Oh, what you have in God is better than whatever it is that is happening right now. In the name of Jesus. What God wants for you. What God desires for you. What God intends for you. The desire of God for you is better than what you are currently, currently experiencing. Because what God wants to take you to a better place. I will come and take you to this place. I will come and receive you to myself. Amen. Jesus wanted to create in them a desire after the house of God. So he said, 
in my father's house are many mansions. And I'm going there right now. And I will be back. And I will receive you so that you can be where I am. Yes, we want to be there. We'd like to be there. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 